Welcome back to another episode of the 15 Minute Podcast. I'm your co-host, Dave. We're going to talk really fast because we only have 15 minutes. Dre, how are you doing today? <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Sew on Time Podcast. I'm your co-host, Deja. And I'm your other co-host, Dre. We're growing in our relationship with Christ, and we would love for you to be a part of our village and grow with us. This walk with Christ is not easy, so we're here to educate and encourage along the way. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we pray that this message is so on time. Yeah. What's up, y'all? Welcome to episode 11 of the So On Time podcast. I'm Deja. I'm Dre. And I hope you guys are having a really good day. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited to record this podcast. Um, All of a sudden, I feel really appreciative of God's grace and mercy. Mm-hmm. And I think that ties a lot into what we're talking about today. Literally the past month. So since like November 1st on social media, on the news, radio, every media outlet, there have been just, in my opinion, an increase in the amount of homicides, suicides, just traumatic, just traumatic murders. Yeah. Like very unexpected. So just to kind of name a few, just from this month, we've had the passing of takeoff. We've had the shooting at university of Virginia, university of Idaho, the LGBTQ club, Mm -hmm. the Walmart shooting, the girl that went out with her friends. Oh yeah. The girl, I'm going to just say Miss Robinson. I think her last name is Robinson or something like that. Okay, I don't yeah, remember her first name. Yeah, but, but um, yeah, just those few two couples, two different couples dying from car accidents, carbon monoxide poisoning. Uh yeah, there's just been a lot of deaths. Teenagers happening. going for a joyride here in Michigan yeah, and, and it's like it's not nothing new, but just the quickness of like how it's hitting the media outlets mm-hmm. is just it's it's troubling to say the least. I think how quick it's happening, but like back to back, like every single day, it's like something else is happening. Like as soon as you think you have a breather, like you can rest, it's something else that comes out. And then I feel like if you're like me on social, I don't know when I see stuff, like when you see stuff on social media, do you like really get sad and emotional? Mm. I have been very emotional this past month, like seeing all this stuff happening. But it's like we become desensitized to this stuff because we see a death on social media. We like, wow, this is sad. And then before we know it, we scroll off. Nah, I've been getting sad like ever since takeoff. I don't know why that hit me so. Well, I do know why. Just because one, you saw that death. It wasn't like if you if you caught the video. Yeah, if, if you saw the videos, it's like oh my goodness. And because he seemed like the most innocent one. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We don't know what Takeoff does obviously, or did in his personal life, but it's just, he was just the last one that you would expect for that to happen to. We just wanted to touch on, as he mentioned, repentance, salvation, and baptism because we don't take this stuff lightly. And I feel like if you're a believer and you're seeing all this stuff happening back to back, like I personally feel like God is... Obviously, he's allowing this stuff to happen. Like, nothing takes God by surprise. But I think this is a warning because I feel like so many people, especially young people, feel like, oh, I have the rest of my life to get my life together. And when I turn 40, 50, 60, then I'm going to give my life to God. But until then, like, I'm a wild out. And it's the people, everybody that we just named for the most part, they either didn't make it to 30 or they didn't make it to 25. So, and people talking about, oh, I'll get my life together at 30. 
you're and not like they, you they, might they, not make it to 30. Yeah, so you're talking about you're going to start your you're going to start your life at 30 and then at 35 you're gone. So you're going to have 5 years of trying to get your life together. While you had 30 years beforehand to get your life together like Dang, Jerry chilling them folk. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Jerry coming big pressure, y'all. No, I need y'all to say no. Say no. But on a serious note, like, we do just kind of want to briefly explain what those three things are that we mentioned because it's so simple, y'all. Like, I don't understand. I don't know if we understand how simple salvation is. There are other religions that, like, you have to do, like, great works to be saved. And the beautiful thing about Christianity oh, is... You said what? I did hear that. Yes. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna get off into those other ones. Like some of the things that you have yeah, to no. do. The simplicity of Christianity is you believe in your heart and then you declare with your mouth. So, do you want to break down? Do you want to break down any of those repentance, salvation, baptism? You want to take um, it away? Just like how you just said, you believe in your heart, and that's really that's really just what repentance really is for you to believe and then confess. For you to change your mind about something, to turn away from... Yeah, to turn away from your past. Another scripture in the Bible mentions, you need to die to yourself and pick up your cross daily. So, repentance is you turning away from your flesh. And That's a good way to put it. Deciding to follow in the footsteps of Jesus Christ. And in that, you will confess your love for Jesus Christ. But you get saved by believing in it first. But the biblical text that goes with that is Peter, Peter and Jesus. And Jesus is telling Peter that you would deny me three times. And Peter whole time talking about like, no, I ain't going to do that. Like, I love you. Like, I'm not going to deny, I would not deny you for nobody and everything like that. And then when the deal went down, <laughs> Peter went ahead and denied him three times. And then he heard the rooster. And in, in that, he turned away from the situation that was happening crying but he was able to redeem himself later mm -hmm. by meeting jesus again in the same spot that he met him the first time and jesus asked him three times do you love me and then that yeah. was he now truly believed knowing in that instance of him reconnecting re with jesus this is after jesus's resurrection and he made and a public confession three times. He made a public times. confession three times of Jesus is continuously asking him. So he believed in his heart and he confessed it with his mouth and he was truly saved. Yeah. So that's how that, that all ties in together. Yeah. So to summarize it, y'all, in layman's terms and the DMT translation, salvation is just believing in your heart that Jesus is real, that he died for your sins, that he rose on the third day, and then making that confession. And in that you repent, you change your mind about your life. You recognize that you need a savior, that the way that you lived previously was sinful. And then from there, right, the next step is will be baptism. And so that's like your outward expression of an inward work that God is doing inside of you or that the Holy Spirit is doing inside of you. But I just wanted to be clear that once you believe you have salvation, like the confession comes naturally once you believe. That's just typically how it goes. Mm -hmm. But we just share this, y'all, because we, we're we going into 2023 and we believe, right? We believe we'll, we'll make it to see 2023. We believe by the grace of God we'll make it to see 30. But we have so many instances. And that's, again, that's just November. That's not the 
people that have committed suicide that one we don't know or you know earlier in the year you know on social media that you know went viral and stuff like that so we believe in our hearts that we're going to make it to see these different ages but we don't know that for sure like we can't play around with our salvation and you know keep putting it off or or have the mindset that well i'm gonna get myself together and then once I get myself together, then I'm going to start going to church and then I'm going to get baptized or rededicated. And it's just, if you could get yourself together, you would have already done it. So I don't know who's listening to this that like literally needed to hear this, that this was your reassurance to get baptized or to join a church, whatever it may be. But I really hope that this helps somebody and to not take life for granted. Right. And you truly can't take life for granted. And the, the reason being is that, yeah, if you was going to get yourself together, you would have did that by now. Mm-hmm. But the big thing about it is there is no other time like today. And what's so special about that? What's so special about today is that it's the present. And what's so what's so good about presence It's something you're looking forward to. The like, present is a present. It's a gift. Yeah, the present is a present. It's a gift. Enjoy that because you being too worried about the past or thinking so much about the future, you, those are two things that is either gone or hasn't even happened yet. Mm-hmm. And your future is forever changing. Nothing's ever set in stone. But what you destroy in that is worrying about both of those. So truly... Be blessed in your present because today is the only thing that you have. There's mm-hmm. nothing else. So in these deaths and us explaining repentance and all that is start today to follow Jesus. Start mm-hmm. today for that business. Start today in that weight loss. Just mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't have to wait till the new year. Yeah. Because tomorrow isn't promised. I'm a take this into a slightly different direction with two things that you said one work with what you have because we've had I don't know if we could say several people reach out to us about starting a podcast um and the thing is well I don't have the equipment and I don't have x y and z or I don't have someone to do it with me but it basically if God is placing something on your heart for you to do start with what you have look at what you have Um, instead of looking to some outside resource, but you started talking about the future and not being in, you mentioned control and that's something that I'm struggling with right now, Trey. One thing that runs opposite of repentance is control. That's the scripture that I mentioned. You should die to yourself and pick your cross up daily is you relinquishing the control to the one that truly has it. And mm. like Deja just said, she has a problem with control. And that's the problem that people have. You think that you can place these barriers around yourself and say that I can just do this later. And you don't know what you're trampling over or destroying in that later because I need you to do this now. He needs you to do this now. It's urgent. You need to move with a sense of urgency. Like, I put this on your heart to do it now. So you can't yeah. turn away from your life and be saved and follow Jesus while still trying to take control of your life. Yeah, no, I think that's something that we're both struggling with. We go back and listen to the episode of learning to be content. But as we grow with you guys, something that God has revealed to me is that 
part of my discontentment is just, I want to be in control. I, I think sometimes like as you grow in your walk with God, he starts to ask more of you. He starts to require more of you. And I feel like I'm getting closer to that place and it's starting to become scary because I don't know. I know what Deja's plan looks like. I know what, you know, if I choose this career path or if I choose entrepreneurship, how much money I can make, the type of city or type of home that I want to live in, car I want to drive, all that other stuff. Like I know the image that I have for my life. And in 2018, you start taking God really seriously. Yeah. And at that point, I was super excited. Like, God, I'll give you all of me. <laughs> Take my life. Like, do whatever you want to do, you know. But as I've grown and I see, like, mm, you trying to take me in a direction that I really, when I first said half my life, I didn't know. I didn't count the costs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I did not count the costs. Right. I didn't know what that meant. I didn't know that that could mean full-time ministry in some type of way. Or I didn't know that could mean you could work the same career and then all of a sudden things could change and then God shifts you into a different direction. Right. So I'm at that place in my life. Just I want to surrender, but it's just so hard because I don't know what you're going to do. What if what if you give me something, God, that I don't like, that I don't want, and then I got to learn to be content with it? And, it's, and, and that's it. But here's the thing, though. I, I say this all the time. When I re- truly look back at my life at, like, the most pivotal moments, I recognize that I had an idea and or I had an image in mind, and I may have taken it to God. Maybe I didn't. But whatever I had for myself or whatever I envisioned for myself, God's plan was better. Mm-hmm. And I could go as far back as high school. I think I've told you some of these things. But for one example, when I graduated high school on my graduation announcements, I said I was going to the college that I went to for five and a half years. I was going to graduate within that five and a half year frame with my MBA. I get to college understood NCAA eligibility a little bit differently Uh in college because it didn't work out the way that I thought it would. And I was upset because that was no longer a guarantee for me that I was going to get my MBA uh, or get a graduate degree the way that I envisioned it. So in that, I was like, you know what? I'm going to study abroad instead. I studied abroad, which was never, huh? Loved it. Loved it. Studied abroad in London and in Cape Town, South Africa. Met some amazing people that I still talk to to this day. But I had that experience, and then I graduated from undergrad and then still went directly into grad school. And that wasn't part of my plan. That wasn't the image. And so that's just an example of God gave me more than I could have ever imagined. I, like, I never went into college thinking that studying abroad was an option. Right. Like, that was never in the cards for yeah. me. But because one door closed, another one opened. And the flesh... My my flesh is afraid, right? My flesh is fearful that my idea of a good life is greater than what God's idea is. But my spirit is like, come on, like my spirit is, my spirit good. My spirit is like, I can show you all the other times he he's done it. Like he's going to still blow your mind no matter what. So that's what I'm wrestling with in this season. It's really, like you said, relinquishing that control. Do you feel like you're struggling at all in this season? Yes, I am struggling. I wouldn't say it's in the same way as you as far as like wanting control or having control. But I would say I'm struggling with it just because I'm looking for guidance in the areas 
that I deem important. So I'm not, I'm not controlling my narrative. I'm just not seeing the full so picture. So your control is just like, God, you like, can show me what I want to see. Right. It's like, basically. it's just like, I came here for the fried chicken. You can show me all these great entrees and sides and appetizers, desserts. but I really just came here for, for this. And that's my part of control. You can keep blessing me with this, blessing me with that, but I really need you to show me this. And I would say that's that's where I'm struggling with because I'm I'm trying to get you enticed with the appetizer. I'm trying to show you a different entree. Right, because so all I can you go eat ahead is fried and, chicken. I, I can go ahead and give you this fried chicken and know that you're going to take care and enjoy this. But if you can't take care of this appetizer and you can't enjoy this other entree, I don't know if I can trust you with this yeah. thing that you truly want. Or you'll because just get you this mess, and... If you disrespect this, then you're messing up that delicious cake over there that I got for you to go along with this. Because these two are tied together, even though they're two separate things. So I feel like that's where my problem and control is. I'm looking for guidance, but I'm not. I'm disrespecting the little things that he is showing me. Basically, what I'm hearing you say in this analogy is you want God to give you certain things. He's giving you other things. And so that's where the control comes in. It's like, God, I want you to handle these areas that I'm giving to you. In my life, I want you to take care of that. But this other stuff, like the, you trying to give me some other stuff that I really didn't bargain for, like so. That's what I'm. Am I? Is that correct? Yeah, I'm understanding that right correctly because I'm trying to give my life, but I haven't count the cost, and I'm relinquishing control. But I believe that these things will help guide me, and I'm missing the guiding. So that's what that's your struggle. And my struggle is I'll give you my life, God, but you got to do what I say. Like, I want to be God. It's ghetto. It's it's bad. Y'all, we being real like <laughs> it's terrible. But and I, and I say it like I purposely said it that way. I've never said anything like that to God. But in my actions, that's what I'm saying, because it's like I'll give you my life. But. I got a really good plan to go with my life. So if you just listen to me, if you could just bless, I'll just be good. You just bless me with the things that I want. Then we both get what we want. You get a good daughter and I get what I want. It's like, no, it don't work like that. And it's funny because I, I kid you not, I was not like this in the beginning. Some way, somehow along the way, I don't know if I've stopped trusting in certain areas or what it is, but. I was like, you know what, God, I think I could do this. And I know I can't. I know that's my flesh speaking. And with you saying that and thinking that you can do this, this is why money is evil. Because the money... The love of money is evil. Yeah. The reason why that's evil is because, yes, I can bless you with money, but... If you have the money to do anything that you want, you would use that money for your plans and that would destroy you. And that's why so many celebrities commit suicide because they believe all they want is to get out the hood and have this money and do all this. And it's like, yeah, you're doing all of that. And not to say like the music wasn't their gift on this planet, but you didn't, con- you 
did not follow this blueprint and you didn't get over this, 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 this. So when you got money, it amplified all of this. All those areas. you still got what you thought was going to make you happy. And since now that you're not happy because you didn't handle any of this, I lost you. And yeah, because you get money and you, and you think that you can you can play God because you yeah, got the power and authority that other people don't. It's not even the money. It's just that people believe they can play God and they got the money. So that just makes it even that worse. Make it even yeah, because I ain't got the bread like that, y'all. Right. And I, so I don't want to play God. Like, not to say that if you have bread. You, yeah, no, you, no, no, no. Be, I know like, what you mean. But even with that, there's people that got money and still believed in God and still committed suicide. Mm-hmm. But it's just that. That money now gives you, like I said, like I just said, to the point where you're not relying on me mm-hmm. in the way that I need you to rely on me. Like, like I said, I'm not gonna say that you wouldn't be, you know, a devoted Christian or a devoted follower, but there are certain areas in your life that I need you to give to me. But you would not focus on that if you had the money to do whatever you want. I'm and sorry. I'm not, trying to, I'm, trying, I'm not trying to bash money and everything like that. I'm just really just going after the control aspect. Like, when you try to control your life and then you get into an area that you thought was going to make you happy and you still find yourself unhappy or even worse, it's because of what I just mentioned. I would also say what I, like, the revelation that I got from that is sometimes God does not give us blessings because they're going to take us further away from him. Point blank period. Mm-hmm. So you could be praying for something and asking God for something and he may want to give it to you and he may plan to give it to you. I just can't give it to you right now. Cause if I give it to you, I'm gonna lose you. And I think that could be you. My dream was basketball mm-hmm. and I was, I've been given multiple opportunities to pursue that. Mm-hmm. And the one time I actually took it serious, I broke my foot, mm-hmm. but any of those other times that I would have taken that probably at a younger age and, you know, not as heavier as I was when I broke my foot, he most likely would have lost me. And I'm, mm. I could have lost myself. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I truly believe that. And that's another thing, like an area of control, like, like not to break down into it, but I do believe that my gift, just like I just said, these musicians, is basketball. It's just how, what part of it. Like, we got people that we know that, you know, we went to school with are now coaches. And so it's just like, what area? How I does basketball say. play a, yeah, a but, play in your life now? Yeah, play a role I in your life now? I can't be too hasty in that or anything mm-hmm. because if I was to get what I think would make me whole, mm. and it doesn't because I didn't handle the things that actually would have made me whole, I'm going to die as a piece of something that should have made me whole. That spiritual death be terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I mean, that and that's the thing that I'm wrestling with is just that I don't want to be in control, but I feel like my life I've governed for myself. I'm not about to get into it. Okay. But I have governed for myself. And now I'm at a place where I know I can follow you, but I just don't know which way is the right way. Okay. So I, I just, do I do I go this way? Do I not go this way? Do I stay still? Okay. So yeah, I think he'll reveal it at yeah. the right time. And the same, same thing goes for you. The things mm-hmm. that you've been praying for and everything like that, like you, the how you're moving, like you said, you didn't think this would be full-time ministry and the things that 
he you felt like turning your life to him and giving your life to him it was just like i look at all these i didn't count the cost i did not count the cost i didn't think that none of that stuff applied for me Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying i thought oh he will use you and you and you and you like i'm not the one with the gift or the anointing or whatever and and with that i'll say this and then we'll we'll wrap this up but i i just kind of want to touch bases um in regards to the podcast that we did last week episode 10 the art of forgiveness if you haven't listened to that y'all please go listen to it but in that i admitted to having unforgiveness in my heart towards uh said individual and after we recorded that podcast i listened to a sermon and the pastor revealed that he had or he had jealousy in his heart towards several pastors and he explained like what were the symptoms of this jealousy like how he displayed the jealousy and i after listening to that I got a revelation that I was envious of the this individual that I was unable to forgive, you know, and I mentioned in the last podcast, like I, I usually celebrate people so easily. So I realized I prided myself in celebrating people and I didn't think that envy or jealousy was a sin that I could commit that was for other people you know it wasn't for me that wasn't in my my DNA so God humbled me real quick and he showed me my heart and um yeah so he just gave me more understanding Mm -hmm. towards why I had that unforgiveness in my heart and how it was displayed and so yeah but what happened with you real quick um this past yeah just to to wrap it up real quick I did have a uh, testing moment because I mentioned previously I had car issues and I had another car issue. I wound up uh, running into a nail while I was looking for food to help make my Thanksgiving dinner. And I didn't go into a pity party, but I didn't go into a pity party in that instance. I was tested with my car because of my car situation where I went into a pity party and I overcame that. But I will still say that I still need to be better. You could be better. Um, but we're going to celebrate I, the time yeah. that you didn't throw a pity party because you were tested like immediately after we did that podcast. <laughs> yeah. And you could have easily gone into this, you know, temper tantrum or, yeah. you know. I would say that I, I was happy that I was able to fix my car. Um, I had help from my uh, family. Uh, my uncle came through and we, we fixed my tire together, um, changed my tire together. And uh, that's good. But I'm still, good. I'm still learning. I'm still growing. And I feel like today... Um, in the midst of us going through podcast issues and other things that we were going through, really understand that my steps are blessed and governed and I, I can be okay with that and not truly just worry about certain outcomes that come up, come about because I got a lot of people that love me. So. Absolutely. Amen. So thank you guys for listening. I hope that you guys, I guess the takeaways from this was just guys, grace and mercy is real. Y'all repent receive salvation it's easy be baptized don't take your life for granted don't assume that you have another day don't assume you can get your life together and uh, don't try to be in control of your life that's something that in different ways we're both dealing with so thank you guys for <laughs> watching another episode uh like comment and subscribe and we'll see y'all in the next one thanks bye. guys bye